0: welcome in our buddy will z espn 1320 statistician uh he previews every single game uh by the numbers will how concerning are the numbers
1: oh man the magic are probably them and the raptors i think are just the teams that scare me the most just it's a tough matchup for him um especially with the recent narrative around king's points in the paint um so last time the two teams played, the Magic scored 78 points in the paint, which is the most that the Kings have allowed all season. Um, they catch a break with Bowl, Bowl being out, at least last I saw. Um, but it's just their length is so unique and seems like an Achilles heel for the Kings almost.
2: What I don't know if the numbers can, can show this or not, but earlier in the season, the Kings were rebounding um, really well you know, defensively. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about offensively, but it seemed like defensively they're doing a really good job on that. Are the numbers still the same or or how they've gone down? Like the fact that they have a a problem on the boards or, you know, a problem with, with, like, is that, is the rebounding issues, is there really an issue or is it just kind of our figment or our imagination?
1: Yeah. They've always been bad at offensive rebounds. Um, but for rebounding now on the season they're getting 32.9 defensive rebounds a game which is 18th in the NBA and you're right earlier they were pretty high in the standing or in the rankings for defensive rebounding mm. um, it looks like in the last few games they've gotten defensive rebounds 21 against the Lakers 32 33 33 28 23 31 so it's just Dipped to compared to earlier in the season, they're around um, 37, 38, 35. Mm. So, yeah, you're you nailed it, Kenny. Uh,
0: 78 points in the paint on November mm-hmm. 5th against the Orlando Magic. They gave wow. up 78 points in the paint, Jeez. and they gave up what What did we just say 70 uh, on Saturday night against the Los mm-hmm. Angeles mm-hmm. Lakers. Um, What is there anything in particular, is there a particular number, a particular player, is there anything in particular that really stands out to you uh, when it comes to the Kings' defense, or perhaps in this case more specifically when it comes to the Kings' interior defense?
1: Yeah, what stands out to me is really the percentages. It's not just that raw number of 78 or 70. It's that the Kings are allowing teams to shoot um, in the restricted area 69.7%. That's the fourth highest and 45.6% in the non-restricted paint area, which is the fifth highest. Mm. So if it were one thing where it just accumulates because of just more shot attempts, that's one thing, but it's just the high percentages that other teams are getting. Yeah,
2: I mean, and that's twofold, right? That's, that's you know, I, I said this last year, you know, people talk about <clears> rim <throat> protection and they're, they're, they're not wrong about that. But a lot of that mm-hmm. is also um penetration you know driving into the lane and and getting those opportunities i'm just a believer you know uh, know, the way i played the game and the way i was taught um it's on your guards you know that's on Mm -hmm. your wing guys they've got to stop penetration it can't be all on i'm gonna allow this guy to get into the paint and then depend on you know the the big guy to deter the shot or anything like that you've got to keep guys out of the paint with how you defend on the perimeter and it seems like that's been a bit of a struggle so far or as of late
1: yeah and there's no way to really find that in terms of the numbers but Mm -hmm. it's exactly what mike brown said in the press conference after the lakers game is just helping earlier and he just seems upset at the players for not kind of following his defensive scheme almost Mm -hmm. Um, again i wish there were a way to kind of find perimeter pressure or like find how many people are getting straight line drives, but uh, it's got to start out on that perimeter. Like you're saying, is there any good news? Like,
0: is there any, I mean, obviously Sabonis and Fox are playing phenomenal. Like what, 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 what's good that you see in the, in the Kings numbers recently?
1: I mean, the starting lineup, they have one of the best lineups in all of basketball with their starters. Like we're talking a lot about Terrence Davis, the backup center spot, Whereas last year was it last year or the year before that you had the original epiphany, Kenny?
2: Uh it was the year before the original. <laughs> the year before, the, the, like the that's the three for.
1: Score. That was the, like the, the famous for... We Need <laughs> Dame Lillard epiphany. Oh, <laughs> exactly. that was that was an all timer. And now we're talking about like backup seventh or eighth guys on the roster. Um, so the King's starting lineup is still like torching it. They mm. last I checked a few days ago, they were a plus ninety. Which was the third most out of any lineup in the nba mm-hmm. so to me i'll take that problem over the epiphany problems um and then just like you said uh damian fox and sabonis uh i put this in the article they're averaging 43 points 17 rebounds 12 and a half, ass- 12 and a half assists together uh you can pencil that in pretty much every night between the two of them mm-hmm. and it's on 54 34 77 percent splits so hard to be mad at that
2: well what do you think they they need you know to to kind of get over the hump here um like the production wise percentages wise like do they need more consistent play from keegan or harrison or Herter, or do they need the bench to find a way like in your opinion what what do you think will help out fox and sabonis or help out those starters
1: yeah, I think that the rebounds from Keegan and Harrison have been a little up and down throughout the year. Uh, so kind of more consistent rebound production from that three and four spot. And then just the bench production. of Mike Brown seems to be so heavily invested on the bench defense mm. that the offense has really sputtered from them. So to me, that's kind of the two things that stand out at first thought.
0: How do they win tonight? we send What's, the, what's the, what the, the the number one reason they win tonight? Will be what
1: three pointers. Oh, geez. It's yeah. Um, I mean, what, what's at, three, last po- game...
0: <laughs> three pointers made and three pointers <laughs> given up? It, they, they both right. work? It, it, it doesn't matter which one we're talking about.
1: I'm as anticipating Orlando to have another high inside scoring night, just given their roster makeup. Um, but last game the Magic went four of twenty three from three. And the Kings went 15 of 40. So four of twenty-three. Match... Wow.
0: You said that you said yeah. Orlando went four of twenty-three. Mm-hmm. Weren't they up twenty yeah. in that game? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's wow. pretty wild. That surprised me when I look back at it. Wow. And they're a below average. They're like 18th in terms of three point percentage on the season. So I think the Kings should win that battle. Uh, but if the Magic are gonna get going inside, then the Kings have to make up for that difference mm. from beyond the arc.
2: I, I think um, the first time they played, I, could, I just meant to pull this. I,
0: ha, I have the numbers if you need something. I
2: know for a fact Cole Anthony didn't play. Did Terrence Ross play the first uh, time they played?
0: Cole Anthony did not play. Terrence Ross yes. did play. Yeah. He played 15 minutes in that game. He was over two.
2: Gary Harris was the other one I think didn't play that first
0: time. Gary Harris didn't yeah, play. They were <laughs> hurt.
2: So Cole Anthony is back. Gary Harris is back. So. Um, I say that. When Interesting you're
0: enough, about this. Obama didn't play in that game either. That's great. Yeah. DMPCD. Uh, My watch. how times have changed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: um, so Markel Foltz also didn't play that first time. That's right. So yeah, they he wasn't back those, yet. They had yeah. a lot of those guards uh, mm-hmm. not playing the first time, which I, that made me think about when you talked about them only making four threes. Mm. Uh, right. You know, they didn't have a lot of those guards who might hit some threes out there. Also, with those guards that um didn't play it it's kind of who they are but they're also forced to play super big the way they did mm-hmm. you know so now with those three guards back maybe we won't see as big of lineups from the magic as we did the first time because Cole Anthony's going to get his minutes Gary Harris going to get his and Markel Fultz will get his and that may balance things out as far as like going with a big lineup or a small lineup
0: yeah it yeah, could and-
1: well, go ahead, Damien.
0: Do you have anything on uh, PJ? Have you have you have you dug into? I mean, I mm-hmm. I, I, I hate doing this, it's, and God bless me, he's a ten day contract guy. But I, I I didn't want to put you to work too much, but have you did, were you able to uncover any any gems?
1: Yeah, yeah, I looked a little yesterday after they made the signing. Um, for guys like him, I like to look at really kind of defense and how they're doing. Um, guarding shots. So he held opponents to 4% under their season averages. Um, that's a really good defensive metric that I like to key in on. Mm-hmm. Uh, that ranked 39th out of the 440 players who defended at least 50 field goals. So it's a really good mark. And then he made his wide open threes at 43.8%. So in terms of, I feel like that's the type of things you would be looking A classic like 3 and D, spot shooting, um, get out there, guard on the perimeter type guy. Those are the kind of two things that stood out to me about him. And he's got a 6'11 wingspan for being 6'6".
0: Well, get back to work, man. We appreciate you as always. (laughs) Thank you, my friend.
1: Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. All right, man.